Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined as always by my good friend, the legendary basketball player from St. John's University, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you today? Doing great, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is great. Our conversation this week is about the importance of a Catholic funeral and burial. You know, to start us off, most people, I think, are not that familiar with the planning and celebration of a wake, a, a, ma- a funeral mass, and a burial. Most of us only do that when a parent or spouse dies, right? So the average uh, might be two or three times that we're ever called on to do that. So when a loved one dies, we call the funeral home to make the arrangements. And more and more these days, some non-traditional practices are being incorporated into the funeral and burial process, right? Yeah, I I think that it's important to to bring this topic up because I'm seeing more and more people who are shortening wakes, omitting funeral masses, and not going to the cemetery. When you don't give a person a proper funeral and burial, you're denying them the grace that comes from a funeral mass, which are essential. And to deny someone that is a grave injustice, you know, it, it, that, that process allows the deceased to make their journey to eternal life. And the church supports the deceased at the wake, at the mass, and finally at the burial. Absolutely. We celebrate the funeral mass to give thanks and praise to God for the gift of this person's life. That's right. Part yeah. of it, and which is now being returned to God, we pray. The true God, who is the author of life and the hope of the just. That's why we do it. Yeah. And at the funeral mass, you know, the readings will focus on the mysteries of death. It remembers the deceit, the deceased expresses grief and is an act of hope in God and the resurrection. Now, often there is a eulogy given by a friend or relative at these masses. And once again, you know, these should be brief. They shouldn't be an entertaining speech, you know, irreverent or excessive. That's not appropriate. No. You know, we should reflect on the goodness of God first and then the life of the deceased in that context. The other, another thing is secular music. There's, there's no place for that in the mass. That's something that should be done at home after the funeral, after the funeral mass. But, you know, we hear, you see more and more people talk about like, you know, pop sliding into heaven and mom is making meatballs in, in heaven. Like that, all that stuff is, is, is not appropriate uh, at, at the funeral mass. Right. I mean, sometimes people overthink the preparation for a funeral. They'll try to add, as you say, a special song or a second eulogy and not realizing that every word that's being said at the mass, which is the memorial of Christ's own death is already perfect. But, you know, you talk about the eulogy first, the church does involve the family in the planning of the liturgy. So they can yeah. choose, choose the readings and choose prayers and music from a given selection. And they can designate pallbearers and readers and Mm -hmm. Eucharistic ministers, family members, and even a singer or a musician, but they don't have to overthink the Mass, because we're celebrating again the memorial of Christ's death at the Eucharist, and we are all given a foretaste of eternal life, which we're asking God to bestow on our loved one. As I say again, every word is appropriate and perfect. Yeah, to carry, you know, the dead body in a procession, we see the great dignity of the human body, which when alive, we have to remember, was a temple of the Holy Spirit, was a tabernacle carrying the Lord. 
And surely a person destined for such eternal happiness is worthy of noble treatment here on earth and after death. But like you said, the right is very important and none of the right should be changed. Um, no, it can't be. Right. Even at the even when you did my mother's at the, uh, you know, at the cemetery, that that right has to be what the church has written down because any any other sign is a sign of arrogance i know better i'll read my own thing i'll make my own you know uh prayers here at at the burial well people just are just not knowing frank i wouldn't even say just not knowing but at the cemetery as you mentioned we say in the right because god has chosen to call our brother from this life to himself we commit now his body to its final resting place. For we are dust, and unto dust we shall return. So let us commend our brother to the Lord, that the Lord may embrace him in peace and raise up his body on the last day. No need to play with those words. And remember, no. go back to the wake. Uh, the celebration of the Christian funeral brings hope and consolation to the living. And at the wake, we say, again in the right, Lord Jesus, you bless those who mourn and are in pain. Bless our loved ones, family, and friends who are gathered around him today. And then at the Mass, the, the family and friends receive Holy Communion together. Perfect. Yeah, one of the, the uh, topics I also want to bring up with this, because it's becoming more popular, is cremation. Now, the reason why cremation was not allowed for many years, except in times of plagues, was because people wanted to be cremated out of spite they wanted no part of any resurrection and they didn't believe in it the church allows cremation now under two conditions the first is that um it not being not being done to deny the resurrection and the second is that the body is not cremated until after the funeral the reason for this is the body is sprinkled with holy water and prayers are said over the body which are very important traditional burial of the body is still preferred by the church because it clearly expresses what the church thinks of the dignity of the human body and its future resurrection cremated remains are to be buried they're not to be sprinkled over a golf course or over a person's favorite fishing hole and they are not to be kept on a mantle of your fireplace either the church wants to avoid any chance of desecration of the remains yeah, that's true. A couple of things here about, you know, the bodies of the dead must be treated with respect and charity in faith and hope of the resurrection. And the burial of the dead is a corporal work of mercy. It honors the children of God who are temples of the Holy Spirit. Now, that's in the that's in the catechism. Um, but, you know, the celebration of the Christian funeral brings, as we say, hope and consolation to the living. I've served at many funerals, Frank, and mm -hmm. often people who have not been in church or attended mass in years will come up to the priest or the deacon and say how beautiful or how reverent the service was. Like they're surprised that it's done that way. It is, it is quite beautiful. But you know, I, I gotta tell you, I just went to a wake the other night. Man in his sixties had died after a long illness and his wife and daughter were there. And as my wife and I went in to greet them, I noticed it was a little uh, loud in the funeral parlor. But after we stepped away from the coffin, I realized that they were playing rock music in the background. They were projecting lights on the wall. This is in the funeral home. And people were talking and laughing out loud like it was a party. I mean, this seemed so out of place with this poor man who had been who had suffered for like the last five years of his life, just lying there being ignored. And I think it's important to, to, to just pause at the end of a person's life 
and to enter into these liturgies, which are so perfectly designed for the, uh, for the next phase of, of a person's life. Yeah, we talked about like it's irreverent. It just shows like a lack of respect, you know. But I, I, I close it just saying that, you know, we have to respect life in the womb to the tomb, the two most important times in life. Nice finish, Frank. Folks, don't forget to like us. Hey, follow us also and send us an email. We're getting some nice notes at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, take good care of yourself. I love you. I'll talk to you next time, okay? God bless, Deacon. Thanks.